today we're going to go through Psalm 53. And uh, it's a kind of a unique psalm as we, we jump into it. But I'm not certain how you see the world, but I find it hard watching the news because it feels like when I watch the news, what I'm hearing about is all this bad and dark stuff. Uh, I hear about how this person has hurt this person or this person made a choice and it caused this bad thing. Um, and if it's not that, I hear about these natural disasters that have such a high impact on, on other people uh, around the world and as effective. It just, it feels like um, it's bad news, not, not news, or not even good news, but it's, it's, it's bad news. And it also feels like this world that we live in is a world that is trying its hardest, especially here in Canada, trying its hardest to put God out on the peripheral. It reminds me a lot of what I read from Paul in Romans chapter 1, when Paul writes in there, um, the... the the, the people, there'll come a time when the people will say what is good is bad and what is bad is good. And, and it feels like we're living in that today. Everything in which we say this is God and this is good, that, that our culture is saying, no, this is bad. And this, this which we used to say is bad is now good. Well, how, how, how do we do this? How do, where is God in it? And I think it's Psalm 53 really does help us to understand that God has not forgotten uh, the world and that he is there, and there is a response that God will have to the bad that is, that is in this world. So as we jump into Psalm 53, that's kind of where we're heading. About uh, It kind of talks, looks about the, the bad, but then God is in the midst, and you can't forget that. Psalm 53 is very unique as well. If you were to pause and uh, put your finger in Psalm 53 and then flip backwards to Psalm 14, you would find that Psalm 53 and Psalm 14 are almost identical. There are some variations, but it's, it's basically the same psalm uh, repeated with some variations here in Psalm 53. The other thing to note about uh, Psalm 53 is that, yeah, there's a Psalm 52 and there's a Psalm 54, but they, they all kind of circle around uh, uh, 1 Samuel and, uh, and, uh, and areas of 1 Samuel. So in, in Psalm 52, it relates to the story that we find in 1 Samuel chapter 22 with Doeg, and you could read it there. Uh, Psalm 54 gives the narrative of the incident with the Zephonites. And again, it's 1 Samuel 23 and 26. So when we come to Psalm 53, and he starts off and he talks about the fool, it's, it's 1 Samuel 25 with Nabal. So uh, you'll see that, that, that David writes out of his experiences, and you can find those other experiences uh, else, elsewhere uh, in, in the writing of the Bible. So let's jump into... Uh, this chapter here of Psalm 53, and I want to read to you the first verses of Psalm 53, and it says this in, in verse 1, Only fools say in their hearts, there is no God. They are corrupt, and their actions are evil. Not one of them does good. Well, we, we have this word fool, and it's very, uh, it's very stark here. And the question is, is, is 
what does he mean by fool? And, and we would say, if we're using that, that person was a fool, uh, we would really begin to talk about them being unwise. But in this instant here, when David talks about the fool, it's more that he flaunts his independence from God and his commands. That's really what the word fool means. It's just, he's flaunting his independence with God and, and God's commands. That's who a fool is. That as one commentator wrote, he said, uh, the, the wicked are fools when they act corruptly, shamelessly, and are willfully, and they willfully disregard God's ways. And, and it's true. And I would say that even in my own life, when I have um, done these things where I have acted shamelessly or, or, or where I have disregarded God's ways, um, I have not obeyed him, followed his commands, and followed after God, I have been a fool, and, and, and I've left the traces of, of being a fool. And, and, and in this time, there was, uh, and we see it even today, there is a real polytheism that was going around, which was there are many gods. There's not one god, monotheism, but there are many gods, polytheism. And, and this is what David is addressing as well. And, and so it's not just even the people outside of Israel, but Israel itself. Israel itself was bringing in many different gods. And so with that, they were um, stepping away from what God wanted for them. And, and uh, they were not placing God above everything else. They were placing everything else above God. And, and, and that's a good reminder for us in our own life where is God? What priority does God have in our life? And, and how are we viewing that? So verse, uh, verse 2 and verse 3, we'll, we'll look at these ones here. In verse 2 it says, God looked down from heaven on the entire human race. He looks to see if anyone is truly wise, if anyone seeks God. So we have this place where God is searching. He's looking down and he's saying, is there anybody who is wise? Is there anybody who is uh, willing to follow me? And, and, and there's a response to it. And the response comes in verse 3, where he says, but no, but no, all have turned away. All have been, become corrupt. No one good, no, no one does good, not a single one. Wow, what, what a, a dark hope um, that's there. It really isn't a lot of hope uh, that is in here. God's looking down and he's saying, is there someone here who will proclaim my name? Is there someone here who will follow after me? I think sometimes that we live in a world that is, that is very dark. And I think, is there any hope? And I hope, I believe that if God, as God looks down upon Canada and he asks that question, that he will find those who love him and those that are following him and those that are obeying his, his, his command. Just what I'm saying is, is that it's not as bad as it could be here. There is hope. And, and with that, there's, there's those who love God. You love God. I love God. We're seeking to follow his command. So as David's looking at this at this point in time, David loves God. And David was following God. But it was definitely a, a dark period as he, as he wrote this. It's not a pretty picture. And, 
and the rest of the psalm kind of talks about how God's going to deal with this corruption and God's going to deal with people who aren't following him. But here's where I want to leave us. I have a question. And the question is, how does this apply to me? Um, We can easily look around and we can say, yeah, you know what, the world isn't living the way that it should. But I think I need to press pause and, and look at my own life. It's always good to remember that when I'm pointing a finger at someone else, I have three pointing back at me. And it's here where I want to recognize that no one wakes up one day and says, oh, I'm no longer going to follow God. When a person wakes up one day and says, oh, I don't believe in God or I'm not going to follow God, it happened over a period of time. There was a slow fade. So it's good to ask today, where am I with God? It's good to ask today, where am I stepping into the world? And I've allowed the world to have some priority in my life where God should have priority. So as, as you look at that, where are you today? Here are some questions you can ask. What, what, are, what, are, you, what are your habits on Netflix? You know, what ratings uh, are you watching on Netflix? What is your social media habits like? Who is it that you're following? Who is it you're trying to be like? What, what fills your time? When you have, when you have time, what, what fills it? What are you putting into that time? Uh, where is God in, in your time? What books are you reading? What are your goals in life? Do they reflect a loving God and and Do they reflect that you're loving God and loving others? And then last there, what are you attuned to with the the world? When you you tune into the world, are you trying to identify with the world? Or are you trying to understand the world so that you can show the world that you identify with God? And these good questions that are always good to pause and ask because we don't want to slowly fade and just become like the world. I hope these have been encouraging words for you today. God bless you as you carry on with your week.